And I'm Kelly, and we're two women, moms, and physical therapists revolutionizing pregnancy and postpartum care. There are so many things that women don't know about their own bodies. We want to help dispel the myths and let you know what's really going on down there. We're highly trained experts who work with women to prevent and heal super common issues like incontinence, painful sex, lower back pain, and everything in between. Welcome to Ravel. Okay, so one of the funniest things I think we have heard was put the pee back in its place. Like, we're dying right now, first off. Like this, you guys, this is legit from a Poise commercial. We recently saw it. It popped up on YouTube. Yes. Um, I don't know if any of you know our friends have seen it yet, but I think it's a newer commercial. Oh, it's coming to us. Like you better believe via social or something. Like our DMs are going to blow up when all of our either like pelvic floor PT friends or old patients. So we were laughing so hard because not peeing on ourselves, by the way. Um, put the pee back in its place. The only place pee should go is not on a poise pad. Correct. The only place that your pee should go is one. In the toilet. Correct. Or stay in your bladder. Stay in your freaking bladder. (laughs) And so we were like, that seriously just cracked us up. So it's just crazy, I think, for us how they've just normalized, like normalized peeing in your pants. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the biggest things as, you know, a pelvic floor PT, one of the things that just boils my blood when I see these commercials about, you know, let's just put a Band-Aid on it instead of talking about why it's occurring and how do we fix it. Right. So a lot of times what we'll see is, again, like pee in your pants. Yes, it's very common. It's very normalized. And again, I'm thankful that they are normalizing it a little bit because, again, it's nothing to be ashamed of because it happens to the best of us. Mm -hmm. But there's so much that can be done. Like we, in our world, we call this urinary incontinence. Mm -hmm. So like incontinence pads, poise pads, all of that. So incontinence is a, I mean, that's a big deal. Like think about that. You're, You're leaking pee. You're leaking urine. Right. Out of your body. Right. Unintentionally. And again, like like you just said, it's it's become something that I think a lot of women are talking about more, mm-hmm. but it's become a joke. It's become right. a running joke within I know my mom group that yes. I hang out with. And women just laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And they are like, Oh, I, you know, I went to the trampoline park with my with my kids and I completely peed my pants and they just laugh about I it. I think I died the other day. Um, I love to do a bunch of heavy lifting and someone was like I got underneath that squat rack and I had pee all the way down into my socks. Right. I was like, I'm sorry, but if my socks are wet with urine, <laughs> like I'm going to go home. Right. So again, incontinence. Okay. So we, we oftentimes see this after childbirth, especially like we both have kids. We've dealt with it ourselves. We see this a lot with just aging in general. I think it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like we don't realize we have normal aging. Like you lose 2% of your urethral muscles like as you age, like every single year, like well, in your 30s. And we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Didn't you say the number one statistic for why the elderly are put into nursing oh, yeah. homes mm-hmm. is because of incontinence? Yeah, which is insane. Right? Like, That's I a crazy stay, statistic. I want to stay my old ass in my own home. I do not want as to. As long as possible. I know. Right. Do not send me to a nursing home with a diaper on. Yeah. So, but again, some other things that we see. So we've got childbirth, we've got some aging, and then any sort of post-op, 
like post-operative gynecological surgery. We're talking hysterectomies. Mm -hmm. We're talking anything you can possibly think of. Tubes tied, all that kind of stuff. Like this is a big deal. C-sections even. We see a lot of incontinence. A lot of incontinence yeah. C-section. So I think yeah. one of the things that we like to say is there's there really is so much that can infect incontinence, but one of the key players, I'm saying this is like the quarterback. <laughs> yes. It's the quarterback. Is the pelvic floor muscles. Absolutely. But again, I, I think what? most people don't quite understand or even know what your pelvic floor is. So right? I walk in. I agree. I walk in. I am not pretending like I'm not in the medical field. Like I walk in and I'm an accountant. I sit next to you and we're like at some conference. I don't know which one. I can't think of a cool one right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what do you do? Like, you know, I heard from a friend or I saw your social media. Like I hear this like pelvic floor, like what, what's your pelvic floor? Mm -hmm. Like, what would you tell me? So I would tell you, and this is what I pretty much say to all of my patients that I work with. Your pelvic floor is a group of muscles that live at the base of your pelvis. Okay. Where's my pelvis? Okay. Your pelvis is kind of this, this big bony, um, structure mm -hmm. that's basically around your waist. Okay. Right. Got it. Got okay. Like my hip bones. Your hips attach to your okay. pelvis. Your spine attaches to your pelvis. Right. Okay. So group of muscles that live at the base of your pelvis, your, the muscles attach all the way from the front, all the way to the back. So from the front to your pubic bone, all the way back to your tailbone, but also side to side to your two sits bones. Got it. Okay. 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 Got so it. your pelvic floor is responsible for four main things. Okay. So it's like a hammock is what you're telling me. Yes. It's okay, like a hammock. It. Like a hammock. Okay. Four main things. So first, number one function, which is what we're talking about right now, is sphincteric. They are supposed to help keep our pee and our poo in when we need to keep it in, but let it out when we're ready to let it out. Mm -hmm. So incontinence is a really big red flag that something is going on with these muscles or not doing their job. So like that is how you put the pee back in its place? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he does not belong on a pad. The pee belongs okay. in your bladder or in the toilet, okay, like we so said. Okay, so that's sphincteric. So that's yep. like the letting in and the letting out. Got it. Second function is sexual. So mm, our pelvic floor muscles to me. aid in lubrication and arousal. And very important. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they, you know, they are what allows us to have orgasms. I would say that's that, important. I'm going to put that up there on the list too. Yeah. Okay. So we got, we got sphincter, we got sex. What's next? Support. Mm, okay. So you said just a couple of minutes ago, it's, they're like, it's a big hammock of muscles mm -hmm. down at the base of our pelvis. So this support system, it's supposed to help support our internal organs, our bowel, our bladder, our uterus, and then baby when we're pregnant. So pretty mm. dang important. So you're telling me like when I'm pregnant, that baby is just like sitting and just chilling in my hammock mm -hmm. for like a long time. A long time. So you oh, get well, a lot of strain now. and stress. And then I'm going to push that baby out of the hammock? Correct. Damn. So fun fact, your pelvic floor muscles, again, those muscles that sling from the front to the back, did you know that they stretch? Like listen up to this, Cal. 250%. <laughs> Of their original length. You told me that number oh a couple months ago. So I think it was, we were like, again, I'm a sports fan. And when we were watching the game the other day, someone like tore their hamstring. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, oh my God, that's going to hurt. They're going to be out for this season. And I told my husband, I said, those are like the same muscles in your hamstring as your pelvic floor. And I was like, usually when we have like strain and tearing of the muscles, the muscles only have to stretch up to like 150% of their original length to have severe trauma. 
And then I hit him with like, did you know that the pelvic floor actually stretches up to 250% during labor and delivery? That's crazy. And he was like, however much money you need to continue what you're doing. He's <laughs> like, I will be your investor. So um, yes. Yeah, so very important. Okay. So we have sphincter, we have sex, we have support. What's my last one? The last one, stability. So the oh, pelvic floor it. muscles are really important in giving us stability within our pelvis and our spine. Got so it. they work with a couple other muscle groups to give us stability. Okay. It's important. Yeah. Very, very say, important. I would say that those are very important. So again, so when we've had trauma, whether it's with labor and delivery, just being pregnant, surgeries, typical aging, like, am I only going to see leakage of my pee or? No. So I think, you know, this is really, really important talking with our patients because most, again, most people don't realize A, what your pelvic floor is, but Mm -hmm. also B, what are the red flags? Right. So incontinence, and it doesn't have to just be pee. It can be fecal too. I had a patient come in just two days ago and her main concern she was coming in for was prolapse. So Mm -hmm. that's another thing Mm -hmm. that um, the pelvic floor plays a large role in Mm -hmm. is, is issues when it comes to prolapse. But that was her main issue. And we started talking and, you know, when, when we see our patients, we start getting a history and I'm asking her questions and just on the side, she says, oh, and I have, I have fecal incontinence. I leak, I leak feces. And I'm like, you weren't going to tell me that earlier. Like that's a really big deal. And she's like, oh, I didn't think it was important. I'm like, that's very much important. I would, I would How say embarrassing. I would that impor- it, it's, and I think that's the crazy thing is like, you know, we've normalized the peeing, but again, we think it's just the peeing, mm-hmm. right? But then it, when you talk bowel, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, pump the brakes. What do you mean we're leaking bowel? It's almost like medical emergency. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it could be coming from some dysfunctions that we see with pelvic floor. Correct. And some of the dysfunctions that we see, mm-hmm. again, are going to be, again, these are just muscles. These are what we call skeletal muscles. They are the same exact type of muscles that are in your biceps, your quads, that are in your glutes, right? Glutes. They are meant to contract and relax and function with other muscles. Mm-hmm. So again, think about one if these muscles have had trauma, mm-hmm. tearing, mm-hmm. like episiotomies. Episiotomies. That's like where they mm-hmm. they cut you during um, childbirth, right? Any sort of gynecological surgeries. One, some of the gynecological surgeries are like morbid. They go in with like a fish hook. I mean, I'm kind of like Yeah, you've watched some of those. Oh yeah, crazy. It's, it's insane. So no, thank you. Let's try all of the conservative treatments first. But when those muscles lose tone, and what we mean by that is it's like they're just not working anymore. They're just like out to lunch. Mm-hmm. Or if those muscles are guarding, like mm-hmm. I always think like, think if you've been in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And those neck muscles and those back muscles, oh my gosh, it feels so tight. tight. Yeah, Yeah. and they give you headaches and neck pain and shoulder pain, and it's coming from muscles, Mm -hmm. right? Or they're just not working with some other like groups of muscles, like they're not coordinating. Yeah, exactly. Like very uncoordinated. So that is what we oftentimes see. Sometimes it can be like nerve issues going Mm -hmm. on, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot, again, we treat these muscles like any other muscles. Mm -hmm. I just always say, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like treating them in the dark. That's right. right. Just via the vagina. So So again, going back to the main dysfunctions or the main issues that Mm -hmm. we see that, uh, so we talked about incontinence. Yes. We briefly touched on prolapse. Prolapse is like, okay, so giving you guys some imagery, imagine a hammock. Okay. Put a hole in the hammock. 
in that hole, you have your vagina, mm-hmm. you have your urethra, that's your pee hole, mm-hmm. your vagina is your sex hole and your baby hole, and then you have your <laughs> anus and that's your poo hole. We're just breaking it down. Okay, so we're going to go from front to back, pubic bone, right? Your crotch, okay? So then you're going to go back. You have your urethra, it's a tiny little straw. Then you have your vagina, it's like a shape shifter in itself. Mm-hmm. And then you have your anus and rectum, and that's just like a transit zone, mm-hmm. right? It is meant to go just evacuate. through. It's just evacuating. Yep. Okay. So we think about, again, the urethra, like I said, vagina, and then anus. The vagina is in the middle. So sometimes what can happen is the vagina or the walls of the vagina can get a a little bit like loosey-goosey, right? And so imagine- Really quickly. Yeah. My patient the other day, I was explaining this to her just the way you are now. Uh And she said, it's like you've lost the scaffolding. Yes. Of your your vaginal walls. And I was like, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way of putting it. Yes. I I don't know what scaffolding is. (laughs) (laughs) So um, is that, I think of scaffolding or like the metal things that you put up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, it holds stuff kind of like the sports system. Oh, got it. Okay. Just making sure we're there. I'm thinking like, I don't know what I was thinking. Okay. So you've lost some scaffolding and it's almost like things are kind of pushing into the vaginal canal. Mm-hmm. And so we say, you again, prolapse. Yes. You feel like something's falling out of your vagina. So that's another common thing that we see as well. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, my feet. One of my favorite things to treat is painful intercourse. That's like you know, me too. Uh, me I love too. it. You can just make such a difference. Mm-hmm. So again, same thing. Painful scarring from an episiotomy or tearing. Mm-hmm. You've torn the freaking muscles. Mm-hmm. Like, ouch. Yeah. Sorry. And then you just are like, oh yeah. By the way, you just tore it to your butthole. You call me in six weeks if you need me. Okay, we'll give it six months. And I'm like, I am not giving this six months because my sanity will not take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the scar can be painful. Mm-hmm. The muscles can be so overactive that it almost feels like mm-hmm. cramping. Yeah. Um, pain on with orgasm. Yeah. Like when you think, unless you want it to be painful, right? Like if that's what you signed up for, Correct. great. Yeah. But if it's not what you signed up for, right, no fun. You don't want to have pain when you're trying to have an orgasm or even with just penetration. So there's so much that can go into that. And these are just like the common, common things that we see. Yes. So some of these things, like we said earlier, this incontinence is this like it's joked about, it's Mm -hmm. talked, it's talked about a lot, but in a funny matter. And it should not be funny. It should it not be sh- funny. I, I, I say this all the time. I do not think if men were dealing with incontinence after oh, having kids, no. it would not be a joke. Hell no. Right? I mean, it's like, I even think, well, what's crazy? And this is like, again, talking about men, which we don't know anything about. We know they have pelvic floors and they have urethras and anuses. Um, and that's about where our knowledge of the male pelvic floor goes into. But they have a pelvic floor. Everybody has a pelvic Everybody floor. Everybody has a pelvic floor. And shocker. shocker, I know, right? And it's like so much dysfunction can actually happen to both of them, male and female, right? Right. And I think that just as females, we need to start speaking up. We need to start understanding because again, for us, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. So again, reviewing pelvic floor, like what is it and why is it important? It's a group of muscles, very important muscles. There's over 13 muscles, actually. All of those muscles they have to work together. Not only do they have to work together, they have to work together with the muscles surrounding the pelvis, okay? Mm -hmm. That bowl around your, like your low belly, Mm -hmm. okay? They have to work with your core. They have to work with your glutes. They have to work with your back. Like so much goes into play. Right. And then from there, I think it's just really important to understand like so much of this stuff is treatable. 
Absolutely. So much of it. It's muscles. Absolutely. Yep. And then again, one of our favorite things that we always, always like to harp on to a lot of our women that we see and speak with and speak to and chat on social or whatever, is we say, you know, what's really sad is that as women, we know more about how our phones work than how our own vaginas work. We hope you learned something new about you today. We encourage you to share this podcast with your friends that might have questions about pelvic floor or women's health. If you have more questions or are interested in getting treatment, please visit us at theravel.com. That's the R-E-V-E-L-L-E.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the.revel or Facebook at facebook.com backslash the.revel. 